Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Series Scrapped. I'm Sarah. And I'm Bryn. And today we are breaking down the episode of True Calling, episode 16, called Two Pair. Um, again, disclaimer, not disclaimer, I don't know. What do you call that? Like, don't forget to subscribe. Have call fun. to action. Review. Call to action. <laughs> I guess that's the technical Here's name for it. Here's your call to action. Here's your call to action. Subscribe to Series Scrapped. Because <laughs> we're going to be wrapping up True Calling fairly quickly here. And we have many more to go. Many series were canceled before their time. Many. Um, so today we're breaking down the episode of True Calling called uh, Two Pair, episode number 16. And the super, super brief overview recap is there is two bodies that ask for help. And it turns out that they are both in the same poker game. One is shot. One commits suicide. Then they try and save them, True and Harrison, try and save them from this poker game. And the opposite tries to happen. And one still commit suicide and one is saved Rounded. so she missed out on one and then the day moves on so uh kind of a sad ending on that one but we'll get into it so the long recap now we're gonna break down the whole episode so we open with true waiting for harrison to pick her up he doesn't show up as per the harrison usual and oh, Harrison. she walks to the morgue. <clears throat> Davis is having a party tonight. And is it tonight or tomorrow? He's having I'm a party very soon. unclear on when his party is happening. <laughs> Soonish. Soonish. <laughs> um, but he still needs to unpack, even though it's been like a year or something since he Three moved. years. Three years. That's what it was. <laughs> She's all, when did you move in? And he's all, three, three years, years ago. <laughs> Still needs to unpack. He lives at the morgue. It's yeah. <laughs> True offers to help. Davis says, oh, good. There will be two people helping. Who's the second person? Jack. Is Jack. <laughs> and True's super stoked about that. He just rubs her the wrong way. Yeah. Ever since he drank her soda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jason Priestley. Right. <laughs> Um, first, the body of a college student comes into the morgue. She asks for help, but the date does not rewind. And so I've seen all these episodes, of course. Bryn is the one who has not seen these episodes. And I referenced this in the last episode of our podcast. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, and then remember the day didn't rewind? I'm like, oh, yeah, that didn't happen yet. So sorry about that. But the day doesn't rewind. Harrison shows up and... Asks if he was if she was fired from her superpowers. Yes, that's my Harrison quote. I decided to start doing Harrison quotes at the episode. I my love Harrison it. quote is, she says, somebody asked for my help, and he says, this is day two, and you didn't tell me. Yeah. And she says, no, it's not day two, it's day one. Somebody asked for my help, and nothing happened. And he says, well, were you fired? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the most amazing quote. <laughs> so Harrison. Really good quote. Yeah. Um, and then he apologizes for not picking her up. Um, and True goes to find out more info about the girl who comes in. She can get a head start on the day if the day will, in fact, rewind. 
At Davis's apartment, Jack and True are helping unpack, and Jack finds a photo. Davis says, we were together, and now we're not. And seems really uncomfortable about the whole thing. And then they get fired from helping. They do get fired from helping. <laughs> and Jack calls True out on not knowing that much about Davis. Um, and then she says that she doesn't even know if Davis is his last... Or he asks her if Davis is her last, his last name or first name. And she doesn't know. And she doesn't know. But he asks her. That comes into play a little bit later. I feel like... That would have been something I would have asked up front. Right. Like, I would have been like, your name is Just Davis? Right. Can you give me more clarification on that? Yeah. Um, another body comes into the morgue, and it looks like a suicide. He asks for help, and finally the day rewinds. I called it. I said, maybe he's not, maybe she's not rewinding because there's another body. Oh. And Brian was like, oh, I guess that would make sense. And then... The other bot, Jeffrey Dean Morgan came in, and nice. I saw his name in the credits, and I love Jeffrey Dean Morgan so much. Oh, funny! You're like he's in. Ah. Oh, he's in tons of stuff. He's in several episodes of Grey's Anatomy. Oh, okay. He's also in P.S. I Love You. Um, oh, it's so sad. It's a good movie to watch if you want to cry, but you know, if oh. you don't want to cry, maybe don't watch it. Right. Um, but Harry Connick Jr. is in that too. Oh, he's really nice. funny. Um, but Jeffrey Dean Morgan, I absolutely am in love with Jeffrey Dean Morgan. He's amazing. Yeah. So when I saw that he was the other body, I was like, oh, no, yeah. save Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Don't die. <laughs> well, and at this point in the series, you're like, um, she saves just about everybody. Almost everybody, but she did lose. She lost the firefighter. The firefighter. Yeah. And she, didn't she lose one other person? Oh, the guy with the heart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because she still asked him because it was go, actually the daughter. Go that... give the heart to his daughter. Oh, okay. <laughs> she's from the morgue. She knows what, what she's, she's talking about. <laughs> Don't worry. She can boss us around Don't in the worry. ER. I'm from the morgue. <laughs> City morgue. Oh, no more questions. <laughs> Still oh, so funny to me. It is so funny. Oh, man. She goes to talk to Davis about the double rewind, but he's not there. So she starts researching the business guy that came in, the suicide, Jeffrey D. Morgan. I should just say that. And Jack says the same thing he said last night, that she doesn't know anything about Davis. But he seems to know more about her not knowing anything about Davis. Because he's like, he's like, because you don't know anything about, about Davis. And then he, like, catches himself. And he's like, or am I wrong about that? Like, <laughs> like totally. Super like, smooth, Jack. Right, right, right. Because <laughs> he's, like, he's like, oh, you know, because, you know, for someone you don't know anything about. And then, like, or am I wrong about that? <laughs> like, yeah, super smooth Jack there. Um, so she goes to check out the businessman, or Jeffrey D. Morgan, and gets Harrison to help her figure out stuff about the college student. Uh, he tries to... Um, he tries to do the true thing to get close to her, but she's not having it. Like, Harrison's all doing the, like, oh, you know, whatever. And she's like, yeah, you're weird. Yeah, he gives her the worst pickup line ever. Right. <laughs> so good. And then he calls True, and he's like, I can't get close to her. Yeah. She's like, be yourself. And he's like, I was myself. Yeah. And she goes, you hit on her. Yeah. <laughs> so good. She's like, that's not something I do. 
<laughs> I try not to hit on my victims that I'm saving. Right. Oh, gosh. Um, True goes to the address on the business cards to find Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who seems to be lying to his wife about being out of the country. Um, he seems a little strapped for cash. She follows him to an underground poker game and asks Harrison about the game and makes a bet to get the money, oh, to get money for him to get into the game. So she gambles, like, on some, like, you know, horse race or whatever so that she can get enough money because she knows who's going to win. Like, I don't know why she doesn't use these powers, like, every time. Like, I can Harrison keeps trying to get her to do it, but. I know, right? But she just uses it for... Good purposes. She's going to have to pay for medical school somehow. Right? Right. So um, so she's like, hey, let's switch. I'll go to the college student. You come here because poker is your field. Um, And she follows the college student to the same poker game. So now the poker game has the college student, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, and Harrison. This is where it gets a little interesting because not only do we have two victims who were technically unrelated because we did have the five bachelorette party guys right but they were all in the same place right and this is these two don't even know each other right but they were at the same poker game so this is where it gets interesting yeah um so apparently the college student needs the money too because she lost all her tuition money gambling and her parents are going to be soups mad. By the way, did you notice her tuition was $5,000? I did. I was like, what college were you attending where your tuition was only $5,000? Well, <laughs> I went to BYU. Well, so I went to BYU in 1997. And I'm pretty sure my tuition was like 1200 bucks at the time. Yeah, my tuition was like, I think it was like 1500 Per semester? Right, right. Yes, per semester. Yeah. Um, so it was like 3000 for the year. Okay. But this was 2006. True. So this and is after that. But, and it was a state college. Yeah. It was UBSC. It wasn't like... <laughs> well, yeah. And BYU is super reduced as well. Yeah. Because So it's... normal colleges, yeah. I'm pretty sure, aren't that a little cheap. more than 5000 for the year. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, that That's seems funny. really low for college tuition. They're in a really okay. crappy school. And wasn't it a $5,000 buy-in? I was like, right. isn't that your tuition? Right, yeah. How, that's true. <laughs> how did she get the money to get into the game? I was like, what's happening right now? Where did you get the five? That doesn't make any sense. No, yeah. I didn't even think about yeah. that. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> if she had the money to get into the game... It's fine. Sorry, I should have saved that for plot holes. My bad. Well, I, but know, I was but like, "What's happening it still right works. now?" Yeah, <laughs> that's super funny. <laughs> um, at the game, True tells Harrison about his tell. He fakes the tell with a good hand and wins the game. Then she makes him lose all his money to the businessman. <laughs> um, they tell the businessman Jeffrey Dean Morgan to cash out. He says he's going home, but does he go home, Bryn? He does not. He does not go Where home. does the gambler always go? <laughs> Back to the game. Back to the game. Um, and then Davis. You learned a lot about gamblers this episode. I know, right? <laughs> you learned about the tell. You learned about 
<laughs> spending all your tuition money to get into the game. I yeah, know. I don't understand that. Um, but then Davis brings up a super interesting point about duality. So there's a murder and a suicide on day one. And then it gets flipped. To a suicide and a murder. Yep. So instead of the, instead of Jeffrey Dean Morgan committing suicide and the college student getting shot or stabbed, I think it's stabbed. Um, no, I think it was shot, shot oh, because he pulls right. a gun at the end. So oh, okay. I assume he kept the same weapon of choice on day two. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then this time the college student commits suicide and Jeffrey Dean Morgan is going to get murdered if the duality thing is true. Yeah. Correct. I don't know. Um, Harrison goes after the college student. True goes after Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Harrison convinces a student that she should not kill herself, and True intercepts Jeffrey Dean Morgan getting robbed. Both are saved, and True moves on. Oh, wait. <laughs> Jack tells True that Davis was married before, but his wife is dead. True asks Davis about it. He says that there was a woman saying his wife was going to die day one. Drained his gas tank, slashed his tires. Right. Kind of stuff that True would do. <laughs> um, and day one, Davis actually died with his wife. So, plot twist. But he didn't call to warn his wife. I know. So sad. And it's like, what was I going to do? Um, call her and tell her a crazy person crazy said, person. don't get in your car. Right. <laughs> um, then the student comes into the morgue. She's dead. Because she actually did commit suicide. Harrison gets really upset. Um, feels like he failed. The family got a phone call, though, telling them that she had lost the money. Day one, the family did not know. Cut to Jack admiring the fact that the student is dead. He's creepy rubbing her hair and He's stuff. so creeper. creepy. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is he doing? Stroking her hair in a creepy, evil way. Right. Um, Does so, not give you good feels about Jason Priest. No, you're like, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. So why are somebody... you obsessed with dead people? So why? See, this is why I'm struggling with my motivations for Jack. Because why <laughs> did he bother to look into Har- into not, not Harrison Davis's past? Oh, I have that question. Like, so. Um, why he does... just wanted to tell True for what reason? Yeah, like, like why does Jack feel the need to check up on what True was checking up on the computer? So True's at the computer. She's researching that photo that they saw at Davis's apartment, and then like Jack takes it a step further, researches the boat, shows up at somebody's house asking questions about the boat. Like, why are you? digging so far into that yeah what is happening maybe she just wanted to buy the boat man right <laughs> like <laughs> she's looking for a boat i mean he i don't know this is so weird yeah yeah it, i don't know what he thought true would do with the information yeah like when you told her what were you hoping she would do right i don't know i don't know and we got interrupted again when when she finally did ask him, is Davis your first name or oh. your last name? And he said, it's my middle name. Actually, it's a funny story. And then they got interrupted and you never heard the funny story. That's my Davis quote of the day. <laughs> is, 
It's my middle. Actually, it's a funny story. <laughs> classic. <laughs> yeah, classic Davis. Um, but hot take, what would you think overall of the episode? This is very interesting, taking two seemingly unrelated lives who did connect in one place. Right. And for some reason, both died. Yeah. Uh, actually, kind of the same reason. <laughs> they both died over a poker game. Right. Um, but then the reversal, Right. also an interesting concept. But again, I came back to, so she can only ask one time? <laughs> like, right. True didn't can't save her, she can't her ask again. again. That's yeah. against the rules or something? Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, that's super weird. Because um. I guess he... In that, in the longest day episode, the dad never asked again. Twice. It was other people who right. kept rewinding the day. Yeah. So. And then when he finally dies, he obviously doesn't ask because. Yeah. The daughter needs his heart. <laughs> I'm from the morgue. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I like this episode. Bummer ending, obviously, because. The college student dies, and Harrison gets like super, super upset. You really feel bad for Harrison over it because he really had talked her down from that ledge, and he was feeling really good about helping people. And right, you know, and it's just this is the kind of experience that can put somebody who's like a drinker or a gambler like right back in the thick of it, you know, and yeah, just not. Like, really puts them back mentally and emotionally, and that's sad to see someone like Harrison go through, so. Yeah, I mean, and because also he sees True be successful, like, every time, and, like, this one was, like, his responsibility. She saved her person still, and he didn't save his, like. Yeah. So super sad. Um, but uh, plot holes, we'll get into that. Um <laughs> If she just came into the morgue, like, college student comes to the morgue, asks for help. Day doesn't rewind. But True heads to the college campus. This is the same day, like, hours after she comes into the morgue. And the roommate's complaining that all her stuff is still there. Yes. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Yeah. No, the roommate is like, it's weird. I come home and her stuff is still there. And I'm like, well, she just Just died. (laughs) Like... Like two hours were, ago. Were you expecting it to get up and leave on its own? Like, how long have you even known she was dead? Right. Because I'm pretty sure they don't just call the roommate first. Yeah. Like, I don't know. This, she was being so weird about it. She's like, it's weird. It's not like we were friends, but like seeing her stuff. And I was like, she just the last five minutes that you knew? Like, I don't know. So weird. That was a weird conversation. I'm for like, sure. Who would you expect to come get it? Like, like I, I think that's the kind of lowest thing on the family's list. Yeah. Of things to do the day your daughter dies. <laughs> yeah. Go pack up her room. I mean, maybe the cops would have called the roommate, but it's suicide, and if it's pretty standard... And like you said, oh no, it wasn't suicide. It was murder. It was so murder. maybe they yeah. would have contacted the roommate to see further investigation. But still, she would. But still, she literally was dead for a stuff. couple <laughs> hours. So I and you probably had some classes that day. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not, I'm not thinking you knew for very long. Yeah. <laughs> what a burden you've had. <laughs> you keep seeing your dead roommate stuff. 
she's hours dead after she's died. Five whole hours. <laughs> it's the worst day for you. Yeah, I did think that was a weird conversation. I was like, what? I know you're having a really rough day. <laughs> um, and then, like, the college student, when she's alive, um, is totally teaching the class. Like, I know there's TAs, but she seems a bit young to actually be, like, teaching the lesson. Yeah. Also, we didn't see a professor anywhere. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can't just hand off your class to a TA. That's got to be frowned upon. Right. Like, she seemed like a freshman or something. She's living in the dorms. So Yes. I was also thinking it was weird that she's such a TA that she can teach the lessons sometimes. And yeah. also, she lives in the dorms. Right. And I was like, okay. All right. That's why it's only $5,000, because all the students are teaching. It's like the movie Accepted. <laughs> it's the college from Community. That's right. what it is. It feels like that's the college we're at here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah accepted for sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that movie. <laughs> oh, I know. It's such a great movie. Um, and then the family gets there really fast. Like, if she's in college and she's living in the dorms, I know, like, you could go live in the dorms, like, you know, a half an hour away, but, like... They get there really fast, like mm-hmm. right after she comes into the morgue. It just, I was like, hmm. how close to campus are we? Right. True does seem to go to campus a lot. Right. And I'm not sure we ever know the name of the college. Yeah, I don't think we do. <laughs> I'll um, just head over to campus, yeah, you, know, you know, the campus. The campus, the one school. <laughs> the one college New York has. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just head right over there. Yeah. Don't worry. Um, Do you have any questions, potholes? No, it just felt very sad for Harrison at the end. I know. He was so sad. Yeah. Um, Maybe it'll help Harrison grow up. Right. And he does need that. He does need that. Um, Anything you loved about the episode, particularly? (sighs) Obviously, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. He's pretty great. Yes. (laughs) He's amazing. Obviously, he didn't get a great chance to shine here. Yeah. He's, um, I'm pretty sure he's actually Irish. Oh, interesting. He plays an Irishman in P.S. I Love You. Oh, wow. So, like, he's hiding his accent then? He's doing an American accent? I don't, I don't know if he, I think so. I'm always super impressed with, like, like, Christian Bale, who, like, has a British accent. And, And like. it's amazing. His British accent. Right. And then you're like, oh, you're... Like, you sound so weird, but that's your normal voice. Yeah. And I'm used to, like, your New York accent in Newsies. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I feel I feel that way about um, James McAvoy, whose oh, British yeah. accent is impeccable. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, you're Scottish. <laughs> Heavy Scottish. Like, yeah. when you hear him talk, you're like, oh, that's intense. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's how I feel about it. Cause James McAvoy is almost exclusively plays British people. Right. Like he occasionally plays an American, but he mostly plays British people. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and same with, uh, Buffy, like Alexis Denisoff and, um, James Marston. Yeah. Like, um, every time, like I see interviews with them, I'm like, whoa, 
Where's your British accent, whoa, whoa. buddy? <laughs> that is not your voice. <laughs> you go put on that British accent and then oh, I'll understand man. you. Yeah. I don't know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. I feel that way about, um, who's the other one? Hugh. Laurie? Nope. He's British. Australian Hugh. Wolverine. Oh, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Yeah. When he's Australian, you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Because <laughs> you see him in like X-Men and and he, he, I, I've seen showman. him be American or British, but yeah. when he's when he's just himself and you're like, oh, Australian, yeah. okay. You are All right. Australian. Yeah. I actually, I love him in Rise of the Guardians. Oh, I don't think I've seen that. Um, he plays the Easter Bunny. Oh, nice. <laughs> I love it. It is such an underrated movie with a great cast. But anyway. Interesting. Um, yeah. So. Um, cool. And then, so falling apart, I just have one thing I hated about the episode. And during the robbery near the end with, like, with Jeffrey D. Morgan. Yeah. Um, there's a weird shaky freeze cam Oh, that was the worst. Yes. I was like, can we be done with this mode? Yeah. This is making me want to barf. Like, where was, like, The why? fight was all streaky and... Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. Like, what was the point of that? Like... I don't know. I don't understand. It was artistic. Yeah. <laughs> nailed it. They super nailed it. That was fantastic. Yeah, that was weird. I'm wondering at this juncture sure if one of the key problems that true had is just not giving us answers fast enough Mm, i wonder if that was really frustrating yeah as the audience went on um i feel like one of the biggest downfalls of true calling and I, i think it was true calling that this was the case for um was time slot because i feel like because i watched it live like and this was back in you know forever ago when i had like a tivo um and it was like the very TiVo. first tivo that ever came out so, I og tivo og tivo like when you're like oh my gosh i can like digitally record stuff this is amazing um but like not everybody had a tivo and i think it aired Friday nights Mm. and I'm like that's a terrible time slot for like a new show it was either that or like I'm trying to think of which series this befell um but I feel like it was true calling it was either that or it was pitted against um the last season of friends on Thursday night um so I remember one of my shows that I really liked yeah. was going against Friends. And I'm like, don't do, don't do that show dirty like that. Yeah. Like, you can't win you against Friends. You can't put a new show against the 10th season of Friends. Like, right. that's insane. I can't, like, I feel like it was either True Calling or something else similar yeah. um, that got canceled that's too early. That's very interesting. But um, I, I do remember being really upset about True Calling's time slot whether it was that Friday or if it was the Thursday night, like, curse. But hmm. um, so I think that was a, a big problem for True Calling. But weird, shaky freeze cam in Not helping anybody. Robbery, not helping anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Because back then, time slot super duper mattered because... Yeah, it did. Not everybody had a TiVo. I remember when TiVo changed my life, though. It's crazy how streaming has changed everything because there is no time slot. Seasons get launched at one time. Right. And then you binge a season and then you're like, where is the next season? Right. (laughs) Not that you didn't always feel that way after a season finale. Because you did. Because you did. Because there was always the off season. Right. But but streaming has really changed TV in some interesting ways. It totally Now nobody really has a unfair time slot. Now it's all about how much you market your show. Yeah. If you don't market it. It's not going to succeed. That's so true. Because um, I've been listening to some podcasts that I'm listening to. A Lois and Clark rewatched, rewatch podcast. I don't have to listen to that. You really do need to listen to that. Um, and they were talking about like some continuity stuff. And they're like, back then they couldn't have even fathomed that somebody was going to be like watching it with a fine tooth comb. Like all in one sitting. I like, know. I frequently think about how that super Southern guy in Lois and Clark plays two very different people. Right. And I'm like, he is so noticeable. Yeah. Like more than just like your average, oh, that guy's been in three episodes so yeah. far as different people. No. Yeah. This guy stands out. He is so he's tiny. He's the invisible guy. And then. He's the invisible guy. And then he's resplendent man. And then he's man. resplendent man. <laughs> We should do a Lois and Clark rewatch podcast. Oh, man. <laughs> that would be so fun. You know, after we get through all of the canceled series, <laughs> our, we we're just gonna do podcasts every day. Every day. That's what we're gonna do. <laughs> you get us all the time. You're welcome, Sarah and Brynn, twenty four seven. It'll be amazing. Just you wait. Um, but yeah, he's both those because like, I just watched the Invisible Man episode. Oh, yeah. Like it was episode four or something. I'm rewatching. I was Lewis just thinking about that episode the other day. Yeah, so interesting. Yeah, but yeah, so like they, were, I, I thought it was super interesting because they're talking about how, like, I didn't realize that the very beginning of the season of Lois and Clark. Sorry, we're getting on this Lois and Clark tangent, but. <laughs> Um, but we're not that sorry because it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, right? But episode two is actually episode three, and episode three is actually episode two. Like, Oh. But they aired in that order because of, like, some stuff that they wanted to explain that happened in episode three. Wanted to explain sooner about, like, where Clark came from interesting and so there's a lot of stuff that like makes more sense in those two episodes when they're when you do watch episode two as episode three and episode three is episode two and that's what they were talking about like they're like yeah nobody nobody knew that we were going to be re-watching these on like dvd <laughs> in yeah binge in watching future. it on dvd right. Oh, and man. taking it apart. That is very interesting. I know. Yeah. It's a good podcast. I was also thinking about his orb from yes. Jor-El. Yes. Um, and how that guy makes a really good Jor-El. I haven't gotten there yet. I mean, I remember-ish, but it's been years since I've watched Lois and Clark. And I that was another one where I watched Lois and Clark um, as it was airing. I watched it with my mom. On Sunday nights. Yeah. I watched it with my mom a lot. Um, yeah. I have like journal entries because I just spent the, the weekend with my best friend from high school, um, up in Boise. And I, so I was reading through all my journals and most of them were like, and then I came home and watched Lois and Clark. 
awesome. Yeah, it was so great. I was like, oh. Um, the I watched. I watched TNG, um, Star Trek TNG, with yeah. my mom when she was on bed rest, pregnant with my brother, and I was like four. Nice. <laughs> and I was just watching Star Trek TNG. You know, perfect. <laughs> and then we after TNG and after she had my brother, we were watching because I think I want to say Lois and Clark started in ninety one. I was, I know I was watching it in 96 and 95. Oh, no, you're right. I think it was like 93 to 97. Yeah, that sounds more correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I was, because it was right in my high school years (laughs) watching Lois and Clark (laughs) with my mom. I don't feel old. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry about it. Don't worry. Yeah. So I did watch a lot of Lois and Clark live also and there were several episodes like our favorite ones that my mom recorded on nice, vhs of course so. <laughs> on VHS. yeah my tv was like this big like, yeah. <laughs> and i would watch what was perfect on. i know <laughs> now i can watch it in like 70 inches you guys should see her like media setup yeah. like wall of dvds and her surround sound yeah. <laughs> big wall tv it's I pretty, love pretty intense setup. yeah um, the show I used to watch with my dad um, was Quantum Leap. I really want to watch that. <gasps> you haven't seen that? No, and I, I wanted to watch well. it. I have him on Voodoo too. But. Partly because of Chuck, because he's Chuck's dad in Chuck. And I was like. Scott Bakula is? Yeah. And I was like, I bet there are some Quantum Leap jokes in here that I'm oh, not I'm picking sure. up on because. I watch Chuck. Yeah. yeah, Chuck. Chuck is so good. Yeah, if you ever want to borrow Quantum Leap, I have them. But I also, if, if you want to start liking Matt Bomer a little less, uh, then watch Chuck. <laughs> watch Chuck. <laughs> good to know. Maybe you won't be so sad. Right. But Ch- Matt Matt Bomer, I, like you still like him in Chuck. Yeah. But he's a little bit of a douche. Yeah. <laughs> You're he's like not quite the sweet Luke that I know. No, and love. he's not. Jerk. Yep. Anyway, sorry for the tangent, but that's what you come to Series Scratch. That's why for. you love us. That is why you love us, because we know everything about every TV show. Basically. Yeah, we do. So. One of us knows something about every TV show. It's true. Like, between the two of us, we've probably got the whole gambit covered. Yep. So if you have any questions about TV shows. Come to us. We've got answers. Ask us. We'll let you know what's going on. But yeah, so that was um, episode uh, two pair because it has the reference to the gambling and there was two bodies. So clever. Look at that. Clever. (laughs) True calling. Um, Hopefully you will subscribe and like us and review us and we will love you for all of that. And we will see you next time. Bye.